0: We, we could just do the show we could just do the show let's just do the At this show point, we'll no one's listening anyways do we send the show to haley still
1: who knows hey welcome folks it's us we, and we do still send the show to haley and the edits come out fantastic and the shocking number of people do listen which to this day worries me immensely
0: i'm just asking for you know if they are listening if we are sending it to haley it's like oh well, you know i just want to make sure that we're getting good audio from you. Obviously, we're always going to be getting great audio on my end because you know i I pay for internet. or Lux, he gets his from the Starbucks next door, or I don't know what his deal is.
1: There's a tree that's growing over where the fiber optic line is, and Spectrum refuses to try to fix it. So chop it the fuck down. There's rules about that shit, man. You can't just chop a tree down in the middle of a town.
0: What, is someone going to film it? What you just do in the middle of the night. You do a little bit of uh, anarcho treeism. Yeah, that's the real anarchist move, is to cut down trees. Yeah, but, but not, in a, not in a way that would imply structure, in, in, in a way that it's sporadic, individualistic, and not connected in any way to you're, a larger thing.
1: You're, you're cutting up the tree in a way that says it's an individual action, but individuals together form a community.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And what do you
1: want? Do you want trees
0: or do you want action?
1: Or do you want that fucking 250 megabyte per second download speed?
0: Yeah, I've got pretty great download and upload speeds. You know, I I really I invest in myself. I've got a lot of online games
1: to play. Yeah, you do. Well, you know, that's a good segue into the thing our podcast, the Game Boys podcast, hosted by the Griffin and Lux, is yeah. about, which is gaming. It's,
0: oh yeah. It feels like we're at library hour right now. This is the guys, this is gonna be it's probably gonna sound great. Lux is gonna sound normal on this end, but it does feel like I'm in a library and I'm sneaking. That'd be kind of a fun episode, trying to record one there. I, you know? Yeah, we should be, be more interesting. On site stuff. More on site at different libraries around around the country.
1: Well, yeah, libraries or like cryo freeze labs or uh, Wendy's. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. You know, I, though- someone in real life could come up to you and say, "Sir, this is a Wendy's," and wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be a, like a sacred moment?
0: Yeah, it, it would. It would make. Uh, it would make the last thirty years worth it.
1: Yeah, for exactly. sure. It would make the rise of internet humor good. Actually, I got. Um, Wendy's
0: has been doing this thing called the the biggie. It's a big bag of stuff, and it's five dollars. And you get like a a little like double meat patty cheeseburger. You get chicken nuggets fries and a drink for five fucking dollars it's the biggie folks it's
1: it's really good. the game it's huge it's the taco bell
0: 12 box of wendy's because here's what i'll say you know like i think over the last couple of years i have my strategy with with fast food burgers at the grocer places you know like your your real the bottom of the barrel places you don't want the thick patty you want the thin patties 'Cause those are a higher percent chance of, of coming out real good. You get you don't want you don't really want the double quarter pounder. You would rather have two McDoubles. That's true. That's always true. And the bun is better on the McDouble. They use a different they use a different bun.
1: It's a different bun, folks. Folks, it's a different bun and it's a better bun. <laughs>
0: It's a better bun. And we're going, we're building back better buns. That was part of the package.
1: McDonald's in particular is that McDonald's has just like the starkest half-life of any fast food. Mm -hmm. That like McDonald's, if you're eating it, say five to seven minutes after you ordered it, it's It's fucking so good. And then if you wait like eight minutes, it's like eating dog crap.
0: Yeah, it's crazy how how like like how like lukewarm McDonald's can just like disintegrate in flavor. It's pretty yeah. amazing.
1: It's mostly it's, what you're eating is temperature, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, you're,
0: you're, yeah. You're eating the. Uh, you're closer to God, whatever that means to me. Um, the Golden Arches. I was um, I was in a McDonald's recently, that like in LA, and. It, like, was the last night of the McDonald's. Whoa. Like, like, for whatever reason, I I didn't know this at the time. I figured this out afterwards after I, like, saw it, like, shut down the next day. But I, like, I walk into the McDonald's and the employees scream, lock the door. And I'm like, what? And they're, like, yeah, telling me to, like, lock the door. And it's, like, chaos in there. People are, like, screaming and... And so I close the door and it's like locks behind me. I can tell there's like other people like running up, trying to get in, trying to get in. It's a huge line. No one's got their food. It's like, looks like about an hour's worth of people's food from like inside. And then people who came in from the drive-thru pissed, I guess like most of the employees like, like, well, the place is closing down. So we're just going to leave or whatever. Uh, And so it was like this kind of like anarchy uh, McDonald's. And, And then I was like, well, this is very stressful. Um, so I, I, I go to leave and then they go, you can't leave. Don't open that door because (laughs) there was people outside still trying to get in as well. Like, like there was like, it was like, everyone was like raiding the McDonald's. And so the employee goes, don't open the door. And he's like, really serious. I'm like, what? And he's like, you don't leave. And I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm fucking
1: getting out of here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The idea that they were just like, no, you can't leave is so <laughs> incredible. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I,
0: I'm kidnapped now because I accidentally walked into this McDonald's self-destructing.
1: And then um, you walk into the wrong McDonald's and you become kidnapped. That's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I
0: felt like there's like, there is some movie about that, but I felt like I was in some sort of thriller. Um, So I go, I, I say, fuck. I say, I, I, I get like a panicked, I say, no, fuck that. I'm leaving. And I open the door and I hear everyone inside go, no. (laughs) Oh, it's like fuck you guys. I'm leaving. Kidnap me. Like they're like as if I fucked them over. (laughs) Like sorry, like you didn't let us kidnap you. Like And to be fair, like it did, uh, it did bring in a whole more flood of people to, I guess, ransack the you place said, and the burn it down. We were worried about you causing. <laughs> did happen? It well, it did. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, listen, at this point, you know, I'm I'm getting out of there. I'm not somehow now a part of this thing. Like, listen, this, like the anarchist tree people. This is not a community. Okay.
1: God, I've been saying this about Austin lately. Is that I feel like one of the problems with Austin is that we don't have like a psychotic McDonald's like mm. well you guys have new Water york, burger when i was in new york there was like the delancey street mcdonald's i think it was where people were always getting into fights or having like psychotic episodes mm-hmm. um yeah yeah like in dc there's one on dupont circle that gets fucking wild oh well mine
0: so i haven't been to the dupont one i'll have to check that one out um but i have one that's like i can see it out my window right now it's actually one of the reasons i picked this apartment It was like incredible view of mcdonald's sure. um Mine is interesting because it's like, it's, it's like definitely not safe. Um, and there's definitely like people constantly like living there and like selling like soaps and stuff. See,
1: um, you need a couple McDonald's like that though in your city. And I feel like Austin sucks right. it doesn't have that.
0: Right. Well, they have just like Whataburger and then like which just turns into like a drive-through after like nine o'clock and it's like a drive-through line and you're kind of like, it makes it makes you feel like you were like in a caravan going West or something. One of the funniest you know.
1: things about Whataburger is that they, people are willing to get in drive-through lines for Whataburger that are so long that they like create traffic danger. Oh yeah. 100%. Like they out of the parking lot into the street and cars have just could go around the drive-through line. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, that that happens in L.A. with the internouts too. There's just certain businesses that, like, never followed, like, the fucking supply-demand, like, arc (laughs) of stuff. And they're just like, actually, we like it when it's miserable to go to our plays.
1: Yeah, they're like, wow, a lot of people always come here. Should we do anything to make it easier for them to do that? No, absolutely not. (laughs)
0: Yeah, just like why not? Nah. nah, that sounds hard, dude. I'm fucking hype. I'm 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 having the fucking I'm ha- I'm living the I'm living the perfect life right now. I'm go- I'm gonna have Whataburger very soon. You know, around February, early February, I'll be in, I'll be in Austin to uh to do sort of uh the the Davos Summit of the West with Lux down in Austin, Texas.
1: Yeah, we can go get, we can go at 48 minutes in a Whataburger line.
0: Yeah, that would be great. That that that's that's quality time. I, you know, especially if you waiting for the honey butter chicken biscuit. It's
1: it's worth it. It's worth I'd it. Wait, so I'd wait I'd wait for that. phenomenal. I'd wait for that. That's peak fast food. All right. So Griffin What's mm. been in the news on your mind lately?
0: What's been in the news on my mind? So uh, the my the news station in my fucking mind.
1: Yeah, well, because uh, there's so much always going on. I feel like you, there's only a couple things anyone gives a shit about at any given time. Right. What? Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess. <laughs> did you
0: Did you see the DMs from the Rick and Morty creator to like a 16 year old girl?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yikes, man. <laughs>
0: how do people have the energy for that stuff well i guess you have to be a a pedophile or just a weird guy but but
1: someone made the point today that i found interesting that was like it's not that you get powerful and then become a creep it's that you become a creep and then you have to try as hard as you can to get powerful so that you can't get in trouble for being a creep because you'll never stop being a creep i mm, interesting well (laughs) i hope i hope that person
0: wrote that into some sort of i don't know graffiti art or something <laughs> that you could put around the city. Yeah, I don't know, a great like.
1: Tag. <laughs> it
0: really sounds like a really great tag. Uh, like yeah, it, it's definitely very creepy um and I don't know, like for like if I ever get like Rick and Morty famous, I am going to slide into the DMs of like 50-year-old women, you know, women that wouldn't take me seriously before. You know, yeah. it's like seems like crazy the adult reaction right you to just you you want to you want to you want to bump up uh yeah. and I, I just i don't understand uh, where that comes from um so i'm patting on my patting myself on the back there
1: um but it's like yeah. big news just want to share with everyone i'm not a huge creep i'm actually I'm a cool guy i'm a cool guy that you like and that's the thing you should know about me Griffin.
0: <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah but it's it's like like i don't know it's it's still it's still trickling out, and it is funny seeing, like, it's funny seeing people in L.A. that want to talk shit on it but are still somehow scared of, like, attacking a big TV show like Rick and Morty. So I'm seeing people be like, you know what? I am so sick of, you know, Justin apostrophe so you don't get his full name search, like, Royland. Yeah. Uh And it's just, like, it's it is so funny, like... People really – this story was out for three years. People reported yeah. on it before and it didn't get picked up that much. It, so it is really just funny to see like how much of the industry was like, oh, let's just try to make money off this show until it really comes out. And they did that for like three years.
1: Yeah, it was – Uh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I do – it has also sparked a thing that I found interesting, which is that both – weird Rick and Morty fans and weird Andrew Tate, Tate fans are responding to like the textual and recorded evidence of them being dog shit by just being like, those are deep fakes.
0: <laughs> like, people, oh, haven't seen really that.
1: people made this to get them.
0: That's awesome. I haven't seen that yet.
1: I've um, seen it more with uh, Andrew Tate, a lot more with Andrew Tate with people just being like, oh yeah, a computer could simulate his voice and make these messages talking about uh, raping a lady.
0: Well, here's the thing. That's one where I don't know about, I don't know about what you just said, but I will agree slightly that Andrew Tate does have sort of an AI voice in general, like, because it's not a correct accent at all.
1: he, He sounds weird as hell.
0: It's a three part accent. It sounds, it does sound in a lot of ways, actually like an AI man. So, you know, it does, it does kind of like work to his benefit but yeah i don't know like the deep fake thing is this the year of the deep fake is that your prediction it's, this yeah, is the year really where it year becomes
1: where finally relevant people just assume anything
0: they don't like is a deep fake well because right now people are just saying it's the matrix which is a little vaguer and not as it's not as specific kind of just like it, pretty vague like kind of like saying follow the money or something i don't
1: know yeah it's follow the white rabbit shit or whatever sure but- right but i think now that it's like deep fakey and that's happening i think you get a little bit more uh, i think we're gonna start to see a little bit more specific like denial of culpability because people are just gonna be like a robot made that up and that's never happened yeah and well there's gonna have to be some
0: like big famous court case where like someone it says it was a robot actually um we and might see I- it
1: in the the entertain case might be the one
0: I want to be I want to be in that room I don't care who I have to be whether it's a jury defendant victim judge executioner I, I just want to be in the room the room where it happened
1: yeah just you know what like so many things were inspired by the magic of Hamilton mm-hmm yeah um, yeah I don't know like uh,
0: there's definitely a guy like I the, the Andrew Tate guy stuff, like, at this point, I, I've totally lost my fucking train of thought. I don't know. That guy is, like, a black hole for me now, like, mentally. Because people have talked about it so much that it's just like, yeah, it's like he's still – I guess he's going to go to jail soon. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think there's a guy that, like, was, like, hitting a Rick and Morty bong and, like, watching Andrew Callahan's Channel 5 – And then like, uh, I don't know, how would you amplify it Andrew Tate thing?
1: Yeah. And then like going to bed, listening to Andrew Tate's like uh, affirmations of masculinity to help him like get in the zone.
0: Talking like this. It's British, but then it's also like some sort of weird American region. A little bit like Southern
1: California in it, which is weird. Oh yeah. A little draw there. Yeah. Oof. It's gross. I mean, and to answer your question, there absolutely are guys like that. <laughs>
0: well, that's the thing is like, that's what's so crazy. And I think what people still is what's still setting in about this story. Cause it doesn't really, it's, I mean, Rick and Morty is fucking huge. It's fucking so huge. It's, it's behemoth. It's like, and, but like, we live in a much more like fragmented, like media system. And I feel like Rick and Morty was one of the last big shows to kind of like, st- exist before that era of fragmentation fully took over and still and to still exist and, and like matter to a, a lot of people i mean it's fucking on bongs it's every uh like sweatshirt and hoodie it's you um, buy a
1: plate a rick and morty plate at some gas stations
0: a plate great uh did, yeah it's I just like it's just really really big they had multiple more seasons planned and yeah it's just like he's both voices It seems so hard for them to continue the show after this, but that's just like so much fucking money gone. Yeah, not just
1: that, but like he's also now – he was kind of becoming the Adult Swim Shonda Rhimes in that like Mm. he was just like putting his name as a co-producer. Because Shonda was
0: was also doing felony assaults. Yeah, Yeah, of course. (laughs) Um,
1: He's just putting his name as co-producer, co-creator on like stuff to get it produced by Adult Swim. And so that was a bunch Mm -hmm. of new Adult Swim shows that he's like not – meaningfully involved in but just have his name on them and mm-hmm. it's like what's going to happen to those yeah yeah and, and like you know
0: it sucks because i had already picked my game of the year for 2023 and it was going to be high on life and oh, uh, now i'm going to have to spend a year coming up with a reason to keep it that way
1: um yeah well you know you got a whole year to justify how you're going to dance around the morality of that one buddy
0: i think 2023 is the, is i don't know like i'm getting, actually having a very uh, bleak perspective on the year for, for gaming. You know, oh, really? I think, I think this is the death of gaming year in a lot of ways. This is supposed to be the year where we uncork the backlog, but in so many ways, it seems like gaming right now is on the decline uh, in terms of cr- idea innovation in gaming uh, in terms of like actual like tracking of like subscribers and like online players for games like call of duty and world of Warcraft that are plummeting. Like the, we're about to go into this big recession where people can afford less and less games. Like it seems weird. It seems like in this way where we thought that like gaming was going to become like huge part of like the monoculture, people are like unplugging less computer monitor sales are down like uh, there's just a bunch of stuff that shows that like we're actually like going the opposite direction
1: yeah i think that that's actually that that's quite accurate and mildly distressing it's weird because those are all true things but there's been so many fun like indie and like weird small game developments but you're right that like no one's going to be finna pay 10 bucks for an indie game when when the inflation reset like you know unless they mint that trillion dollar coin the deficit's just going to drive a crazy inflation situation
0: and and, and we're going to mint it folks we're going to be minting that coin uh
1: the coin yeah, is just, so funny it has an idea to me it's
0: great it's real it's out there
1: we it's it to get it
0: it's it's like our it's like middle earth has the rings and we have the coins and biden is going to give a coin to each of his ring wraiths <laughs> And- Items ring Wraith.
1: Kamala. <laughs> Nancy. Diane. Mm-hmm. Cho. Oh, yeah.
0: You know Diane is a ring Wraith. You know Diane's, Diane's got hard a hard body ring Wraith. You know, she's got like another 30 years in ring Wraith form at least. Uh yeah. Definitely a ring Wraith contender.
1: She's the um, one who, when they go to get um Frodo at the top of the lookout tower, Right. Uh, and they throw the torch and it hits them in the face, and he makes the hilarious <laughs>
0: yeah, She's oh, that, yeah, one. that that slapstick moment. That
1: yeah. slap, that slapstick LOTR moment is Diane Feinstein. How did they pull that off?
0: Geniuses. Absolute geniuses. Uh, That's why
1: it's a masterpiece, man.
0: That is why it's a masterpiece and not for, not for any other reason. I think um we're in the movie sphere. We sure are. We should talk about The Last of Us, which is coming out tonight. But before we do, do you have any final thoughts on Death of the Gaming? That's my prediction. I don't know. I I I I look at the list of games I think Final Fantasy 16 is going to be a big one, but I think that's about it. Like, I think, and if and if Square's the only one to really deliver something this year, I don't think that's enough to to keep gaming alive. I think gaming is on the brink.
1: I think it's going to not be so bad because there's. I think the recession is going to be bad, but not bad the way people think, and is going to bounce out better because I think the thing that is going to fix it is going to be shifting towards a more jobs-friendly economy because the reason for inflation being that too many people have jobs, just not a politically or economically sustainable framework. Um, So I think that'll self-correct eventually, but it is going to be a tougher year for gaming. And I do think there's not a ton. There really isn't a ton I'm excited about. There's some indies that look cool, like small, small worlds coming out, small saga or whatever, broken roads, Um, there's some stuff.
0: It'd be be cool to have a Smallville game.
1: Wow. Yeah. I'd love to be Clark Kent before he's allowed to do cool stuff and he has to hide it and go to school.
0: Yeah. You get to like do one thing, a level.
1: So here's the question, Griffin. Yeah. When it comes to tonight's big premieres, what matters more to you? The Last of Us or Milf Manor? Um, well...
0: They're premiering at the same exact time, so I'm going to have to have two TVs going at once.
1: Yeah, that is the right answer. Congratulations, you've done it. So MILF Manor is a real show? Yeah, it's a show where a bunch of milfs go to find love at... Uh, uh, like exotic resort, and the twist is almost certainly going to be that the hunks there are all the sons of the other mills mm-hmm. and they've been sex trafficked, and they're being sex trafficked live on television, and that's just sort of how it goes.
0: I think that's ultimately where we're going to get to the reality TV is you know losing all pretexts. You know, it used to be about love, and then they'd like fuck in the in the hut or whatever, and now it's like no, now the show's called Fuck Hut.
1: Yeah, I mean, 90 Day Fiance. Is already kind of pushing that line in many ways. Right. Mm hmm. I'm I excited just, for Milk Manor, but I'm also
0: excited for Last of Us. I just, I, I wonder which one's going to have a higher body count. I mean, know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, tough to say. It
0: was, it was kind of a, it was a it was a sexual innuendo joke.
1: Yeah, no, and it's, and it was a good one.
0: Boom, one's going to have corpses,
1: one's going to have, uh, you
0: know, fuck it, or or you know, milf doesn't stand for fucking. It's a people that I'd like to fuck. Maybe, maybe there's maybe that's the challenge. It's a bunch of I mean, it's an obstacle course, and at the end there's a milf.
1: <laughs> I think the milfs are the stars, not the prizes, but we'll see who can say it. Could be
0: good. maybe the milfs are the stars, and they're running towards um their son's friends that are at the end of the obstacle course. <laughs>
1: I mean, that does sound pretty much in line with what I expect the show to be. So I'm excited about that stuff. Uh,
0: do you have a TV? Do you pay for TV?
1: No, but my roommate has YouTube TV and I can steal things on the internet pretty easily.
0: What's YouTube? Is YouTube TV worth it or is it some jank ass like four or five channel thing?
1: Um, every time I've used it, it's been pretty good. I don't use it that often, but like it what? gets a lot of channels and like it's yeah. easy to find like a pretty good range of stuff.
0: It has like live news too, so I could like put on. I could put on my Rachel Maddow and my Tucker. I think you could put on your Rachel and Tucker. I could get. I could get Tucker live. I think you could, because that might be worth audience. That might be worth it, because you know, here's the thing I've realized about a lot of a lot of the big names is they put out their clips, but the real gold is is in the moments between, and those are the moments of real genius innovation. The moments they don't clip. Those well, are the moments you want
1: to see. I think that's often true. Although to talk about Tucker for one second, the M&Ms or this week was spectacular. I didn't even check it out because I was like, oh, this feels like old content,
0: right? Like he's like, well, that's part of what made same, it so
1: good is that he was going back again. to that. Well, like he was like that right. he was like, when it comes to M&Ms, I'm not finished. I have more to say, actually. Sure. Right. And that's yeah. what made it so good. Because he just seems to really care about this thing that makes no sense to me as a problem.
0: Well, yeah, he hates sexy. M&M. He hates. Well, I, 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 don't remember. So, does he hate the sexy M and M's, or does he um, want to be a sexy M M&M and M, and he hates that he can't?
1: He's mad that M and M's have genders and are sexy, or that he's mad that M and M's are both sexy and not sexy. That they have the possibility to be either. I think is the thing that he's mad about. Sex. Okay,
0: so he doesn't like that sometimes you could get an ugly M M&M. and M.
1: Yeah, he doesn't like the idea that they he was like look, they were they had horny M&Ms and that was a problem. But now they're saying that we should think about unsexy M&Ms.
0: Oh wait, so he's like, oh, so he's pissed that we're he's going to be forced to look at ugly M&Ms. That's that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a classic it's a classic Cool Tucker take.
0: Wait, are there like plus sized M and M's now or something? Yeah, the purple M
1: and M is like plus sized, and some believe, tra- oh, and some believe, trans mm-hmm. insofar as that's a possibility, which no one doesn't make sense to anyone.
0: <laughs> Where's let's get libs of TikTok on the case. Let's get this M M&M and M fucking fired.
1: <laughs> let's put the, this M M&M, and M.
0: Let's get him in big trouble. Sometimes I feel like with the Tucker stuff, like with the M M&M and M thing, it's like. It feels, it seems more like just like a YouTuber, like hitting, hitting views again, more than like it, it, something that sexually like does. It's just like, like, you know, we both work in YouTube, we, we both work in content. And sometimes I think people just like our content brain and just like want to do the same thing again. Cause it worked. I feel the same way about the Ben Shapiro, uh, Lizzo lyrics. It's like, he knew what he was getting into there. Oh, I, oh, I, yeah. I, think these, I think these are, I think, you know.
1: Well, he needed to go back to the well because people thought Mm -hmm. that his movie with Gina Carano was too woke. Right. That was great. So he needed to like get back in there and be like, no, I'm still the (sighs) guy you love. I really want to watch that movie. It's an $800 $800 movie. We should watch it. Yeah, we should. Released in like 50 cities or something. It means like in every theater it played in like two people maximum went. Wow. And that means that like. Some places had zero people.
0: Yeah. That's great. And was cause I that's that was my question because I I was like, was it a streaming service only like movie or something? It's like, no, they put it into like local theaters and they spent 75 million dollars on it. And then it made eight hundred dollars. And then the reviews said the movie was too woke.
1: Yeah. It's It was like a perfect thing. (laughs) It
0: is. It's so incredible. It's like, you know, it's 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 the conservative right experiencing what it's like to be an artist, you know, impossible goals shattered by realities.
1: And like the fact that Ben Shapiro increasingly like seems to be slowly realizing that like his time is serving a useful function for the populist right in the U.S. is like fading
0: You think that's what it is? Because I view it as like a, oh, people like him, but they don't necessarily like his like cast of buddies that like you know it's like if the movie starred him it would have made more than eight
1: hundred dollars i don't think it's fading immensely right this second i don't think that movie is proof of that but i think it sort of speaks to the fact that his star is currently falling he's losing like because he's like you know his function right is to be like the intellectual arm of like weird populist right-wing american republican stuff like he's supposed to be the one who makes it sound smart and that you can rationalize it in like meaningful intellectual ways um but they just don't need anyone to do that anymore because no one gives a shit (laughs) Hmm. and so like he's like just slowly losing cachet as like a functional part of that infrastructure maybe yeah we'll have to see i don't know we'll have to see where all this energy is going that's i think maybe part of my take for the year is i think ben shapiro is going to start to lose a little bit of his shine yeah there's definitely like
0: there's definitely like the next zoomer generation i'm seeing pop up of like I saw this one like Prager you girl that like now has a show or something and they have these, they have these little spawnlings, but I don't know. Yeah. I think when you're as big as Shapiro, you're going to like, you're going to like, it's going to be hard for anyone to like, kick you off that hill unless you retire on your own. It's, uh, I think that.
1: Yeah. I just think that, you know, the writing's a little on the wall. Isn't going to get there. It's not going to get there today or like immediately all but right well this was uh, this was boring
0: and we didn't really get anywhere funny with that but that's what that is
1: no i think it's an important insight that people are going to care a lot about okay that's fine that's fine by me then what else yeah. what
0: else what else on the list
1: so well, why don't we do an ad and then talk about some video games we like pretty good ad pretty great ad pretty great ad um i'm hoping the i'm hoping that the, the audio quality thing is a is a blip because the content this episode is been pretty good so good uh I, I'm I folks I apologize I feel I feel like I'm
0: losing energy I, I'm getting lulled into the audio quality now and I, I was getting quieter and I was I was getting more library like so I'm gonna stand up for the rest of this episode and uh we're gonna talk about the last of us on hbo I'm gonna which I'm and up and I stand up next to you and defend her still today and I talk about hbo um, um Okay, Uh, HBO's The Last of Us starring
1: Bella Ramsey and
0: Pedro Pascal. The Viper, or whatever his name in Game of Thrones was. The Viper
1: of Dorn and the Bear Girl.
0: Okay, how are we feeling? What are our thoughts? You know, a lot of po- lot of, a lot of buzz coming out right very, now.
1: Very but, positive buzz from people who I respect. Thing.
0: No, that's the problem. No, I, I exact opposite statement from me. And these are people I do not respect. These are gamers. These are people who who don't who who accept a refried, uh, you know, fast food. They would accept a cold McDonald's meal of a movie.
1: Well, what I'm talking about are TV critics who don't play video games who said it's very good. Okay, all right. You're David's like, Ehrlich, you're Alan Seppenwall, you're Allison no. Hermans.
0: I like the guy who wears the the leather jacket on YouTube and he's on the red screen and he like has no notes about the film at all and he just kind of wears the jacket and he's like, I saw the movie. Peace out. <laughs> he's cool. <laughs> he gets like a million views of video. He's awesome. Good for him yeah what is his name I don't know his name, but leather jacket guy on the red screen like the 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 you've created the perfect job
1: we uh we we've done it that guy mastered it perfectly checked out I love it he's the last of us he sure the, is so well yeah. you
0: feeling so you're feeling positive about the show
1: um yeah um yeah. it was it was good i'm i'm liking it so far i think it's time for us to and i, I thought the trailer looks good for a second i thought we were talking about this episode so i was oh, like yeah, going oh, okay, yeah,
0: we're talking we're talking about <laughs> we're last, talking of last of
1: us, us. Uh, yeah i think the 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 footage scene looks good i just think that you can hang so much weight of a show on like the story they're telling is very much a two-person dynamic like sort of perilous journey through the world type story and those two are just really good performers. I think if you're just hanging a good show on two performers, like you've got a lot of the the stuff you need right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's got the it's got the Chernobyl guys who, uh, you know, they make great TV shows, and then they break uh, union strikes in Hollywood. So they're sort of the best in the biz on a lot of in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, little column A, little column B, little column. You know, <laughs> A little, uh, a little, you know, making
0: the masterpiece and then a little, uh, kicking, kicking, kicking people who made the masterpiece down in the, the teeth. hill in the, in the teeth, more like, more like master teeth. I'm the master of your teeth now. And he would extract them one by one. So that's the show. I think it's going to be great. Um, or bad. Uh, ultimately, I don't really care about. I don't have my heart set on really like the, the quality of the show. What I do have my heart set on is the fan reactions. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> I am very hyped to see how upset people get.
1: The, the gamer. So the thing oh, I was going to say, which, which feeds into this is that the, the gamers being excited about the show is the thing that worries me about the show. Maybe the most. Um, and which makes the fan reaction all the more interesting because, if a bunch of gamer people who gamer people listen to are saying it's good and then the gamer people have some weird esoteric gamer reason not to like it, the reaction is going to be fantastic. It's going to be huge. It's going to be rollicking. And it's going to be probably wildly offensive.
0: <laughs> I mean, I just like there's like normal gamer freak out and normal gamer drama about stuff. And then there's The Last of Us, which somehow like – was i think just like w- way worse just just so insane the way that it makes people feel and act um and i think with all of the negative emotions from people surrounding the sequel i wonder how much of that's going to get brought into this show um i mean ultimately though as we learned with the halo show if you just cater to the fans, that's not a big enough audience to get another season.
1: Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you got to make a TV show, man.
0: And we're and like I don't know, is this show going like, is this show going to matter enough to people who haven't played the game? Is this, I mean, it's got Pedro Pascal, so that's a good start, I guess. Bella Ramsey's beloved. I mean, no one knows who the fuck that is
1: no lots of people she's she's like virally blood by like the exact type of people who watch hbo
0: she's the game of thrones little girl she was in like an episode
1: yeah but she like went mega viral and people who watch like hbo shows fucking love her ass
0: yeah but like i feel like that's what hbo needs just she's a child actor i feel like it can only bring so much for sure
1: she only has so much pull that's that's for sure
0: like it's it's not the same
1: not the same as butchering. No, he's a, a freaking
0: Mandalorian.
1: As a buttress with the Mandalorian, though, come on, it's pretty good. Sure, but you know, I don't know. I mean, I, you know
0: what's weird is like, I'm on fucking Twitter, and like my 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 curated algorithm for Twitter is just terrible. It's all like meme Reddit humor, viral posts from people I don't follow, and then memories of the Walking Dead for some oh. reason. It's just constant clips from the Walking Dead TV show and people being like, damn, man, that moment for real, for real. And and I'm just like, what what is this? I feel like I'm I feel like my brain is dying. But anyways, Walking Dead is over, was my point. And, yeah. and is this gonna be is this gonna replace the zombie like whole?
1: Um I mean, we have had a blessedly kind of low zombie period. Right. Um. The past couple of years, but maybe it's time to, maybe America and just culture, the world in general is just hungry to revisit the the zombie. Hmm. May- maybe. Now that we've settled that, which is to say that maybe people will like it or maybe they won't. Mm-hmm. Um. Incredible insight from us. Let's talk games, man. What you been playing? We got fifteen minutes left. What you been up to?
0: Overwatch two. I'm loving it a lot. It's really nice. I'm playing it almost every night with a few people. Um, and yeah, it's nice to just have something that's like slightly social <laughs> that you can do with your friends and uh, we're we're, we're me and Bennington and uh, his brother. We're, we're, we're really growing as, as players. And that's, that's great to see too. Cause you know, there's certain games where, you know, you play with someone and you're like, you know, they're always going to not really try really hard. They're not, maybe they're not going to watch the videos. Then you're like, you meet a few people. Who love the game enough they say you know i don't just want to play this game i want to get better at it and that's where we're at right now we're building we're growing and it feels fucking great
1: um have you had any made any major observations about what the game about the game itself since you started playing with with uh with bennington and bennington 2
0: um i mean i think the game is in a action is it like is in a decent state i definitely think there's things that can be improved on It is pretty stable population still. It's like still one of the top categories on Twitch after, you know, a kind of a rocky launch. Uh the core gameplay is still there and uh, people are watching it on Twitch and people are are definitely playing it. The queues are fast, lots of people are playing. Um yeah, I think it's uh it's in an interesting state, but I think what it I think it's uh, it's a kind of interesting that for the first time I'm almost like this game, I think, actually does need a PVE non-player versus player mode because it feels like there's just like so much to this world and universe and characters that has like just been like not explored and developed on at all. Uh, that, that I think I'm like, oh, like maybe that when the Overwatch PVE comes out this year, like this game might actually be
1: like good. That's the thing I'm waiting for is having a reason to play it. Cause you know, me with our multiplayer shit is I always want to have a single player thing where I can dip into the multiplayer for fun when I feel like mm-hmm. it. Right. And so I'm wondering if overwatch can ever get to a point where it can offer me that thing that I crave.
0: Yeah. But man, it, it's fun to just grind the, to grind the progression right now of trying to get higher ranks. Like um, it's we're you know we're in silver right now but we're in high silver we're, we're we're about to crest into gold you know i think my projections are by february we're, we're in gold and then you know maybe by summer we're in platinum who knows but you know it's just um it's fun it's fun to it's fun to like challenge yourself with a with a few friends so that's been really great and uh yeah just um made me miss the old days in like 2020 where you would log on and play like warzone pandemic like every day and stuff and yeah i don't know so that's good um
1: makes you miss the magic of the global pandemic
0: yep it was it was a time you know you don't you don't know what you got until it's gone uh and that's why fingers crossed we do enough gain of function and we can go right back and then maybe call of duty will bring back the verdansk map if the pandemic comes back that's my that's what people are clamoring for yeah I think uh, I'm also playing a lot of Midnight Sun still. And uh, fuck, man, that game is just like the, the the strategy card elements of it are so damn good. Like, fuck, that part of the game is firing on all cylinders. And then there's just yeah, the shitty half. It's so funny.
1: Yeah, the Abbey shit's so annoying because, like, honestly, all the stuff you do in the Abbey is not so bad, but they make you do so much of it at a time. Mm-hmm. like So much better- of it at a time wandering around and crafting is fun doing the upgrades is fun playing around with your weird dog and chasing around to find little things is like a fun thing to do to take a break but the amount it demands you to be doing that sucks (laughs) yeah you
0: need to you need to like be talking to a lot of people to like boost your friendships and stuff uh and the talking is just so monotonous and nothing uh but then bam you go into the card side of the game and even like growing and developing your decks and trying to like spend resources on certain cards to like make them better. It's all really fun. All that stuff is just so fucking good. So like it rocks. I'm just, but like I'm in the Abbey, I'm like 30 hours into the game. And I think the Abbey's frame rate is getting worse. Like, as the game goes on, it's, like, getting way worse, and, like, it's, like, stuttering so much that it's, like, not only is the Abbey, like, mentally taxing, but now it's, like,
1: visually taxing, too. The technical aspect of the Abbey is the most brutal part. I mean, well, no, it's not true. The most brutal part is just how disjunctive and boring it is and how sometimes you just have to do it for 45 minutes and the game won't let you do anything else. But... The second worst part is that while that is true, it looks like super insanely shitty. I it's
0: it's it's definitely one of the worst performing console games I've played in a minute. Um it's nearing Assassin's Creed, the French one. Uh whatever that Unity?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh but it's funny damn. because there's so much um like gorgeous, like cool individual animations in the fights. Mm-hmm for sure yeah and and, the, and just the yeah like like
0: the combos are well animated like when they're fighting each when they when you can like team up with two heroes to do like a big attack those are always really fun to watch um, Or like yeah. some
1: of the big attack like some of the big just like super specialty cards like when like uh you'd bust out like hell Ra- like uh the the the, the, the hell ride um, you talking about ghost rider ghost rider's hell ride that card where mm-hmm. you bust out the huge uh, big muscle car and fire and rides it across the screen like that shit looks great
0: yeah so it's like it's totally like it feels like it was two separate teams it, and, it truly does in a very weird way yeah so i don't know playing that and then uh but yeah like like i told you like how i'm feeling that gaming is on this like sort of like death now right now i'm like i'm surveying the field and i'm like yeah there's like nothing i'm super excited for in the very near future and i hope that maybe there's just a ton of surprises this year that like change my mind but yeah i like for the last couple of nights i've been like should i just read a fucking book and,
1: and, and, good. And,
0: and that's dark that's dark for me and that's that means that's dark for that uh, should that means this show's almost over for real <laughs> if Griffin starts reading, we're
1: fucked. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, man, do you, well, are playing, you playing anything? Yeah. I've, been uh, playing,
0: uh, I've been playing Pentiment. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. And that's that fun mystery game.
1: Yeah, it's very neat. The aesthetic is extremely my speed. It's all mm-hmm. enlightened manuscript, cartoony stuff. Mm-hmm. um And it's fun. It's fun. There's a little mystery in there. It's fun. It's a fun little world. The way character creation works is neat because you like go through the town and people ask you questions about your life before you got to the town. And then you can sort of, the way you answer them determines like what your character's deal is. Oh, that's fun. So, like, I'm an artist who like took some time in Italy and got into a lot of fights and then also went to college to study, um, Mm, logic. All right. Virgin. Yeah. (laughs) To study logic and, um, uh the occult sciences sure um okay and like our style all, is really cool i don't know what it's uh you know how i don't know exactly how the choices are going to play out across the game but there's a lot of like you know some there's there's mechanics along the line of like the old telltale like wolverine will remember this type shit mm. um sure and that's fun and the characters are well fleshed out and the world feels full and fun and with lots how of how would you describe flavors. How would you describe this art style to to the viewers? I mean, it looks like an enlightened manuscript. Yeah. It's like in the style of like old medieval, like hyper fancy things just like toned down a little bit to represent like normal village stuff. Yeah. Medieval vibe. The like yeah. very medieval art stuff. Cause it's set like in medieval like, you know, cartoon. It's set in like 1518, like Martin Luther's just running around doing his stuff. Hmm. Um, just tacking stuff to walls, just being dramatic. Yeah. I just, I just met a guy who was like, you know, Martin Luther, he's really, he's saying some cool stuff. What an asshole.
0: What a freaking asshole. He, he really, he, he kind of ruined everything for a long time.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not that like the Catholic church was doing great at the time, but his shit really spun out of his control in a big way.
0: I just think it's just like, yeah. Like what did he really do? And did you see, I I saw a picture recently of the hammer that he used to nail it to the fucking church door. Wow. Cringe, my man. It was like <laughs> diamond encrusted.
1: Wait, was that his hammer? I thought that was the Pope hammer. Uh, well, I think
0: it was originally Thor's. Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyways, it was on Twitter and I didn't do any research. So that's now a fact in my brain. I tell other people. Well, fair enough. That is how information works in 2023. I think it was Martin Luther's hammer. It was his fancy hammer. I don't think he had a fancy hammer, though. He—that's what. He, that's how he nailed it to the
1: freaking door. Right, I'm—I so have to. I—I know I'm supposed to look stuff up on the show last, but I have to look this up.
0: Yeah, let's look it up. Let's 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 really let's fact check. For our, our massive audience, can't walk out of this just like, uh, with with a without a fact check. You know, everything this is, this is looks moment. like it's a normal hammer. <laughs> Luther's hammer. Here it comes all right well in the paintings it's very it's a very small hammer but you got you i, I fancy hammer It's luther hammer fancy <laughs> fuck nothing shit shit all right other keywords audience what would you type uh luther hammer fancy no w- where was that hammer
1: Hold on. Where's the Anyways,
0: hammer? I don't know. I uh not not to not to you know belabor the point. I think everyone should think about this hammer. Think about Martin Luther King tomorrow. Um when does it when did when does this episode go out?
1: Um well Monday or Tuesday whenever it's edited. But um I just sent you a hammer. Is that the hammer you're thinking of? Let me see.
0: Yes, that's the hammer. That's
1: the pope hammer they they used to use to check if popes were still alive. Wait, you they would hit them with it. They'd like bonk them with it as in a medicinal way. And then if they like react, they'd be like, "Oh, he's not dead. He's just have he's just old or whatever."
0: That's awesome. And we can't do that anymore because they're. I mean, we don't woke, make them like they used to
1: woke mind virus, I guess woke, woke
0: mind virus. And uh, listen, you go woke. No more hammers.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a we good should, place to call it for the episode.
0: Yeah. We got to we got to get used to this. We got to get used to the, the library atmosphere. Um, well,
1: I'm going to work on trying to fix it once I get feedback on the audio from Haley. Yeah. And then uh,
0: I got to work on I uh, I got to become like a napper or something because it's it's seven o'clock here I wake up at like five a.m. now for my job and so like yeah I feel all sorts of like I'm in wind down mode right now I'm not really in uh, in in given a big take mode
1: maybe that's good who knows maybe a nice reserve Griffins so the people need for this year
0: I know I know that's not what they need they need they need a strong devout leader with a very fancy hammer
1: hmm that makes sense you need a fancy hammer and you need to guide these people into the future well folks this is gonna guide you and we'll talk to you next week thanks for listening we'll talk to you soon bye y'all